All right. Thanks, Mark. I'll leave all the Mark Sainer stories for the ping pong event tonight. Um, so my name is Kevin Christner. Uh, the name of the company is Aon1901. And Aon is the god of circularity, perpetuity, and renewal. And down in the bottom right-hand corner there, you see the god Telus, who is the god of the earth. So next slide, please. There we go. So what's the situation? This is where I live in Buffalo, New York. And uh, the Gold Star is my house. The uh, overlay there is a, a poverty map, a census district poverty map. So you can officially see I am in the exactly white district. There is officially no poverty in my census tract. <laughs> and if we go two and a half miles by road, it's about two and a half miles, or two miles as the crow flies, we are now in the absolute poorest census tract in Buffalo, New York. And the main reason for this is, does anybody know who Robert Moses is? You ever heard that name? So Robert Moses was probably the most racist politician to ever hold any office in New York State. And his big thing was driving highways through the middle of cities in order to divide the city in black and white neighborhoods. And that's exactly what happened here. So this is the Kensington Expressway. It's basically a giant ditch that uh, runs through the city of Buffalo, and we all know what happened with, um, you know, that sort of thing in the 70s, uh, school busing. It really tore apart the inner cities. So my house, that's what it looks like on the east side, like two blocks away from where we are. So what we were driving through today, I was like, man, this is like the Taj Mahal, right? I mean, we're talking this neighborhood would be a very nice area for, for the location that I'm in. I mean, this is tough. Uh, so next slide, please. So what's the opportunity? Well, you know, for years, developers have just passed over these sorts of opportunities. Uh, and the main reasons have been brownfield remediation and high concentrations of poverty. So I decided to look at that in a different way. There's a very beneficial brownfield tax credit regime in New York State. Um, as well as, you know, opportunities to uh, do affordable housing um, in these districts, which the state is really pushing at the moment. And here's the real kicker. Um, you know, we have one section of a project where we're getting 176 cents on the dollar in credits and incentives. So for every dollar we spend, we get a dollar 76 back from the government in gross value, and there's probably 10% of syndication costs. So you're still making more money than you spend. Next slide, please. So until six months ago, I actually knew nothing about real estate development. Uh, this actually started as two things. Number one, I randomly had the opportunity to buy a, a property on the east side of Buffalo. And number two, uh, I have a master's degree in taxation. And I decided I was going to figure out how to do things where the government paid me more money than what I had to spend, right? So that was the original business thesis was how do I hack the tax code? Best things were in real estate. Uh, best place to go is in impoverished neighborhoods. So that was the beginning of the company. And since I knew nothing about real estate development, I had to go get some people to work with me that do. And uh, everybody works for free today. Um, it's really just about the vision. They love the business model. Uh, two of these people left very good, high-paying jobs to do this. Um, next slide. So this is actually pretty funny. So I was the feature article along with two others on B1 in the Sunday business section of the Buffalo News this week. 
and uh, the title, Buffalo Angel Investors Want to See the Region Prosper, Even If They Never Get Their Money Back. And, like, the last part of that, I was like, oh, God, yes, I do want to get my money back, and I want to make you money, right? So title was a little off, um, but my track record, I've been the CFO uh, in title or fact of another a number of startup companies. These are the last four I did, um, you know, raised over $30 million, and uh, that created about $179 million of enterprise value in those uh, businesses. Next slide. So this is the first property we bought. So you can see on the uh, left-hand picture there, that is 1901. So the 1901 in Aon comes from this property was first developed in 1901. And secondly, uh, 1901 was, I call it Buffalo's fateful year because McKinley was shot, Roosevelt inaugurated during the Pan Am Exposition. So being a Buffalo company, it just seemed like a great number. Um, then you can see what this looks like over on the right right now. Uh, and then this is sort of our vision for the future. And, you know, we say 300 jobs and 300 beds on the site. Right now, this is one of the most contaminated properties uh, in Buffalo, New York. It's leaching things all over the place. It'll be completely remediated and encapsulated. Um, acquisition cost, 14 acres, uh, close to 200,000 square feet, was $1 million dollars. And uh, we've got project hard costs of about 89 with gross credits of 69. So you basically get 75-ish percent in this case of your funds um, written by tax credits. The next slide. Just an overview of the site plan, um, you know, really going for a mixed-use concept. Uh, it is a residential area, but the residents grew up around the facility, right? So that was their first. So the idea is, well, let's densify everything. We're hearing a lot about gentrification here. I can assure you that we are not going to have any problems with gentrification in this neighborhood. I call it densification. There's numerous empty lots all over the place. So once we build kind of the core right here, we're actually going to move out into the neighborhoods and redevelop the neighborhoods. But as I said, we're densifying, not gentrifying. We're bringing people into the area and not pushing them out. Uh, next slide. So after we got done figuring this all out, um, kind of occurred to me after this first project, it's like, okay, this is going to work. There must be some other projects that are pretty similar. Uh, so Watson and Crick's famous statement, they didn't say in their paper how DNA replicated. They just said, well, it's pretty obvious how it happens, we just can't prove it. So now how do we replicate this? So the next slide. Um, so this is an area that's actually a fairly wealthy area in Buffalo, but that Blue Star is another old industrial facility. So this calls for, for market rate housing, probably some affordable thrown in. And uh, selling around 235 a square foot, we've got $200 a square foot on construction costs. But with the brownfield credit, the state will give us 40 cents on the dollar of everything we spend. So we get $80 per square foot back cash refundable tax credit. So it takes your margins from, you know, 15% up to, uh, yeah. Illinois has a historic tax credit program that is fairly limited that you can pair with the federal tax credit program and you can get a half a million dollar loan. 
So in New York State, just hypothetically, I go into a property, I spend $10 million cleaning it up. New York State cuts me a check for $5 million, 50% back right off the bat. And then they give me a pool of $30, or of, uh, yeah, $30 million of funds. And for every dollar I spend, I get $0.40 cents back until I've gotten $30 million. So you've got to spend, call it $70 million. The state will cut you a check for $30 million on that just out of the Brownfield program. Uh, in our Buffalo facility, we'll also be getting historic credits. Um, so in residential and historic credits, you're getting $0.80 cents on the dollar. Uh, This is why uh, I heart New York credits are greater than costs. <laughs> um, so this just doesn't work. Also, this Brownfield program, it doesn't work just in low-income neighborhoods. It works in, uh, you know, higher-income neighborhoods that also have dirty sites. The economics already support new development in those neighborhoods. This is just juicing your return to an absurd amount for no additional risk. Next slide. So this is interesting. Uh, Buffalo has lots of grain silos. We were the other side. They put them on the boats here in Chicago and took them off the boats uh, in Buffalo. Uh, very smart developer out of Miami was doing this project, and they were trying to figure out what to do with all the grain silos. So we actually sorted it out, and since grain silos were originally a storage structure, they are going to give us the historic tax credits on putting batteries into the silos to return it to a storage structure. So we'll be getting 40 cents on the dollar. Brownfield, uh, 40 cents New York and historic. I'm working on how we can pair this with solar, so we'll get the 24 cent solar credit uh, as part of a combined system. So we'll basically be putting in a giant clean energy facility into the grain silo, and we'll make four cents on the dollar. Then you can lever the thing, and you know, for effectively no money in, you'll double your money and have a, a cash flow on the back end. Next slide. So this is a building in Jamestown, New York, where I'm from. It's about an hour and a half south of uh, Buffalo. Um, steel reinforced concrete construction. I mean, you could drop a nuclear bomb on this thing. It wouldn't go anywhere. Uh, so the current acquisition cost is $500,000, and I put zero question mark uh, because I went back to the city, and I said, you know, I don't really, plan, don't really want to pay for this thing, so can we get it to zero? So between New York State and a local foundation, they're buying the building from us if we commit to put a million dollars of development funds in to getting it going. So our entire development cost will be about a million dollars. Projected hard costs of 35 and uh, gross credits of 32 with an NOI of 750. So the property is probably worth 12 to 14 million dollars uh, on the backside. So, you know, syndicate your credits, take out a seven million dollar mortgage. You've effectively put nothing in, and you're getting 750k, you know, before your debt service. So I got one more slide, and then I'm done. How long did I take? I've been talking really quickly. 
Well, hopefully you guys will go out and you'll realize the power of this and you'll go to, you know, Chicago and, and Illinois state governments and say, look at what New York State is doing and what projects are feasible and developers are going after because of this regime. So let me just do the last slide real quickly. So this is Jamestown, New York. They've spent 10 years and God knows how much money doing these stupid diagrams, right? I mean, these are stupid. They mean nothing. What means something is that you put it into a chart and you say you're going to get it done. So I told them, I'm like, if you give me the half a million so I don't have to pay anything for this building, what I'll do is I will take your entire city plan and we will create an entire phased sequenced redevelopment plan because there's 10 more buildings in downtown Jamestown that are just like the furniture mart that have the same economics. So it's a little bit of shuffling the playing cards where we do one building, completely fill it up, do the next building and move on. And then the worst building, you just be done with that one because there's too much space. So we brought the space together. Everything's more economical. It's new. Uh, that's my story. Thank you very much. Come join our 361 firm community of investors and thought leaders. We have a lot of events created by the community as we collaborate on investments and philanthropic interests. Join us.